0: Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Casey.
1: And I'm Ashley. Last time we celebrated my birthday by watching three birthday-themed Nicktoon episodes.
0: We also, as always, put out our weekly Twitter poll asking which character from last week you thought had the best birthday between Jimmy, Kimmy, and Tootie. And Tootie won with 55% of the vote. And this time, we're looking at one of my favorite, more obscure Nicktoons, Chalk Zone. So this show does things a little differently structure-wise, so our show is going to change a little bit today. We're looking at three short episodes that aired together, as well as a music video.
1: Definitely excited to get our first look into
0: the show. I think it'll
1: be a fun one. Me too. Thanks so much as always for listening. Now let's get started. Yeah. Who's go, got the go.
0: first episode is called the scrawl and all of these are segments of season one episode six
1: in this one rudy encounters scrawl an old drawing of his that was tampered with and he gets blamed for his ugliness
0: so we can't talk about chalk zone without first talking about the theme song it's a jam it's got the funkiest bass in the world rivaling magic school bus and it's great it's just great (laughs)
1: really is I I could see there being like some pretty awesome remixes of this one getting pretty intense, but it's it's got a solid beat on its own. It and then, it it got me pumped up for this episode or for recording this whole thing, getting into chalk zone. Just gets you excited, you know? Rudy's got the chalk.
0: Rudy Rudy indeed has that chalk. <laughs> as we are repeatedly reminded in the theme song. Um, so it was just exciting. It's a great introduction to the world of this show. I think the strongest point of Chalk Zone is its world building, and we'll get into the details of that. But it's certainly cr- a creative concept. Um, it may fall short in other areas, but in conceptually, I think it's brilliant. Um, this show, it's important to note, started as an oh yeah cartoon along with fairly odd parents. We talked about the oh yeah shorts a long time ago i think fairly odd parents and my life is a teenage robot
1: but those are the the big ones that came from it. But still a decent number considering it was kind of a small obscure little startup But chalk zone and fairly odd parents we've talked about a little bit more than the others but um yeah so we start out and we find out that there's a museum that's been built within chalk zone that shows all of Rudy's creations, and I find a, I just find this concept interesting, you know, because Rudy is the one, you know, he's got the chalk. He's made of most of these drawings and things, and it's it's interesting to see that he's like a celebrity in their world, you know.
0: He's like almost a god to them because he can just create things out of thin air.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So, <laughs> we see some of Rudy's more interesting creations, like uh, his grandma stuck in a bathtub, and she is pretty upset about it because you know you get drawn into a bathtub you can't leave it's a part of you
1: <laughs> and uh, he explains you know he's like i didn't know that all of my drawings went to chalk them before then sorry about that because i guess it was one of his earlier ones right there's uh, a shark in there. there's also like these exhibits right like you press the button and it's like it says things like this is the bus stop sign drawn by rudy just four minutes ago like set up in a very Kind of a cute banner. It's there's very a huge cute. Line. These people are pumped up to see this.
0: And basically, um, just including... to just to reiterate the concept of the show. There's this boy, Rudy, Rudy Tabuti, who has magic chalk, and basically the things that he draws comes to life in chalk zone. And he has a buddy named Snap, who he also drew, and then a real human friend named Penny. Yeah, and uh,
1: basically they spend. A lot of time going into Chalk's Road chilling. I mean, he can basically make whatever he wants in it. Understandably, a cool place to be. Um, So, that's that's the basis of it. And um, we do see Snap standing on a pedestal for a moment that says, uh, Rudy's greatest creation. Yeah. Definitely the main focus of the Chalk creations. We definitely see a few recurring characters, I believe, within the Chalk world itself.
0: But yeah, they're kind of like the candy people. The main one. They're like the candy people in Adventure Time. They're just like the lower intelligence, but they're all there and they they populate this world. Yeah. So um, quickly we have a drawing named The Scrawl, the episode title, who uh, or we don't see the reveal just yet. It's uh it's like an off-screen Voice? There's like an off-screen awesome voice, voice that tells him to put his chalk in a display case, and it's this like high pedestal, and it looks it looks really sketchy. It's like, hmm, mysterious voice out of nowhere. He wants Rudy's, like, v- extremely valuable magic chalk to be put in this special place. It just, something doesn't feel right about it.
1: Rudy, Rudy seems to think, though, so. he's like, you know, I've got more chalk at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a huge deal. I can, I can give him this... Because in, in his mind, I guess he takes it as, you know, he's he's putting it in as an artifact within this museum, right? Totally. It's fascinating for people to see it. So he, being the over trusting person that he is, despite all of these very sketchy signs, puts it in there and immediately gets locked up. And this is where Scrawl comes out, and Scrawl is this ugly looking thing. Very unfortunate. I don't really know what it is, so that's kind of a the theme, and he immediately
0: starts singing the song. <laughs> yeah, it's this, like, sw- oh, oh, swing. Oh, got it. He's got this re- really deep bass, like, booming sort of baritone voice, and it's it's pretty unsettling. Uh, so he's this mysterious creation that Rudy made and discarded ages ago, and he's out for vengeance. And now, to quote the theme song, he's got the chalk. Yes. Yeah.
1: Indeed, and we do, just to clarify, we do have this flash, it's a situation, and I'm gonna get on a quick little one of my Ashley's rants here, he's sitting at this girl's birthday party, and this girl's like, this party is so boring, and she's like, Rudy, you're an artist, why don't you draw me something, and she's got like this full-scale chalkboard just sitting in her living room. Like it's a, like, a school chalkboard. a sized chalkboard, and he starts his drawing, and then, uh...
0: The bully the kid... kid.
1: The bully... I forget
0: his name. Yeah, I forget his name, too. But, like, the bully kid, his, like, nemesis in school finishes it and makes it look horrible, but he uses Rudy's magic chalk.
1: And so then they erase the drawing, and it ends up being scrawled. He ends up in Chalk Zone, and he's kind of understandably upset. You know, he's this hideous-looking thing. And he decides that because of this, he's going to just destroy all of the members of the museum, and he has his, uh, his beanie boys, his minions. And they something. Pick up the entire
0: minion. Yeah, they, they basically are these singing minions who move things. And they're, they're pretty trippy. This whole world is pretty trippy, but they're concerning. Yeah,
1: they, they constantly are singing, they're like, only... 10 more minutes so we drop our load drop our load drop our load and they're like just carrying them out into like this shark infested water <laughs>
0: oh man
1: just a weird weird situation and then uh you know we did we did have this moment too where Penny's trying to back him up and she says his vision was compromised in the collaboration process I feel like that's just such a common theme in this world, isn't it? Though.
0: Yeah, I don't really, where, i don't know? understand what that means. His vision was compromised in the collaboration process.
1: As in, uh, his vision for what he was going to draw was compromised in the collaboration. Oh, his
0: artistic vision! Oh, that's hilarious! I didn't get that at all.
1: <laughs> I thought. <don't.
0: laughs> that's really funny. Oh man.
1: And I. I just, I thought I thought it was good stuff there. Yeah,
0: good catch. It
1: was like one of the poems where Penny uses her smart talk, but in a not obnoxious way.
0: Yeah, Penny's got a little bit of like a writer using a thesaurus to make a nerd character when that's not really how nerds talk. They don't just use big words for other simple words. No, it's
1: not just to be confusing. And then of course, like all the other characters in the show are like, "What are you saying? Oh my god!" And yeah, they're usually not uncommon words, right? They're right.
0: Usually, right exactly but then so rudy basically saves the day here by he's kind of got an arnold like i wouldn't say heart of gold on that level but he's you know he's got a good head on his shoulders and he decides okay well I'll he says i'll make you look good like i'll i'll redraw you i can do that if you give me the chalk um and it's this sort of you've just got to trust me and uh so Rudy draws him like a monocle and a cape and like all this stuff, and things are looking pretty good. Um,
1: yeah, and the members of Chalk Zone too. They they kind of look at him and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's a good looking scrawl there, you know. He's he's looking like a real member of society. He's looking pretty pretty solid, and he could just leave it there, but alas.
0: But there's something broken inside of him. He says, and now I'll take the chalk. Rudy goes, what? And he says, I'm evil. Get it?
1: <laughs> uh, I think kind of like the um, the self-awareness there on this, like, I'm a villain, man. Like, what I do? This, I'm a one-dimensional character. This is just how it works. I've got to do some stuff, you know? It, it's a fun play on that, I think.
0: It is, yeah. And so then the, the Rudy has to, you know, manually save the day, and not with Brain anymore, but with brawn and so he uses like a lasso and he plugs up the inside of this like uh house that they're in right whatever it is some sort of building
1: museum yeah inside is, the yeah.
0: museum and uh yeah that's pretty much it he brings them down and the day is saved it's a very quick resolution
1: yeah and uh overall though i thought it was interesting to see sort of this this villain within Shockzone because i feel like at least to my knowledge, most of the time, there's conflicts, but there's not these directly out to get Rudy kind of characters so much beginning and it's it's interesting to see you know how kind of in a way the bully created a bully, you know,
0: yeah, and just to have Rudy's own creation sort of turn on him in this. To use another Adventure Time parallel, it's very similar to Lemon Grab and Princess Bubblegum. He he knows he's evil and messed up, and he knows that he's messed up. But it's you know, he can't fight it. It's how he was created, and it's this sort of moral dilemma for Princess Bubblegum, who is responsible but also has to stop him, just like Rudy here. Yeah, I think it's a little bit uh, less deep within
1: shock Zone here than Adventure Time gets with it, but right. definitely. Parallels within that, but I, don't know, I found this to be enjoyable. You know, the the fun world they created and some an interesting, little easily solved conflicts, but just a, a fun kind of look into how this whole chalk thing works, and again, how Rudy is viewed by all the chalk people. I just, I thought it was fun.
0: Yeah, it's a cool show. I'm so glad we're getting to it. I love the animation, the colors, and the quirky characters. um Yes, yeah, so we'll have another episode coming up for you right after this.
1: Our next segment is the second one from this. It's called Pie Day.
0: And in this one, it's a very short, very simple concept. There's a pie factory, the Stick Figures Bakery, who uh, is making pies for Pie Day, but this group is trying to shut it down, so Snap has to keep Pie Day in operation.
1: Yes, and just uh, quickly here, with every Chalk episode, there's, three segments and the middle one is usually just snap it's snap it within this chalk universe So it's it's kind of cool because i feel like usually in these kinds of things you only see the universe and its interactions with the people outside it so i think it's a creative idea to let us have this insight into snap and his world how he is independently from rudy so That's- i think it's kind of cool
0: Especially because whenever Rudy is in Chalk Zone, he's directly impacting how people behave and how people act around him. Because he knows, they know he created them all. So without Rudy there, we get to see kind of how it functions naturally.
1: Yeah, and they do have their own society going on. You know, they do have their separate, sort of, you know, similar to the the real world, but with its parallels. But definitely distinct, you know, definitely got its weird kind of chalk situations going on. And I guess the the main thing in this segment here is that there's a bunch of protesters that say no dessert before dinner and therefore pie day, which I guess we assume is a normal thing, can no longer happen.
0: And uh, the so the stick figures are inside, and they're like, "What? We have to bake. We have to bake." And one of them goes, "We can't. That crowd has us scared to pick up our spatulas. It's so pathetic." They're these like crude, crudely drawn stick figures that Rudy must have done when he was super young, you know. Um, yeah, it's just this... I mean,
1: honestly, uh, the, the the crowd isn't violent either. They're just kind of standing out there protesting, and they're just terrified about it. But snap. Being the guy that he is, being the you know rambunctious kind of excited character. He's he's not gonna lie down and just take that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, and And
0: he Yeah, so he uh essentially starts a pie war. <laughs> um and yeah, it's pretty much as simple as that. That he, like, reminds the protesters how great pie is by starting a pie throwing fight. Yeah,
1: and they, they all fight, basically, because, uh, you know, because he's not eating the pies, he's just throwing them at each other. Right, but they're that's not okay. eating it
0: for dessert, exactly. Well, it's about dinner coming before dessert, that's why they're protesting. It's not about the pie itself. The
1: thing is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, they could keep the pies. Like, why, like, couldn't Pie Day just happen after dinner? Wouldn't that be a nice compromise? Look, Casey,
1: no. And
0: you can no, no. you can say what you want about this show, and you can pick apart the logic, and the characters are a little weird, but I think it's certainly unique. There's no other show like Chalk Zone.
1: It really is. There's also... I don't know. There's just this this fun moment where there's a giraffe sitting here, and he's like, "Good luck hitting me up here." And some guy like just gets a ladder to hit him with a pie. I don't know. It's just it's just fun. It's not it's not overcomplicated. I and usually these snap segments to my memory aren't. You know, they're there's not a huge plot. It's it's a easy to follow, quick little bit, and that really, I mean, the structure itself, right? How many do we have that are segmented like this? Just just chalk zone. Even the the structure, the inclusion of a song. There's definitely other musical episodes within Nicktoons, but I feel like there's not so many with consistent. Every episode has a song.
0: It's so like there's that. so much music in the show. It's song music in the normal episodes, and then of course the music video at the end. It's just it's an interesting program. It kind of keeps you it's not as about the linear narrative. It's sort of, you do the whole experience. You get a little slice of each side of chalk zone and it's, uh, yeah, I think it's successful at what it tries to do.
1: Absolutely. And, um, you know, I think with the lack of anything else, do you, do you think that could be our, uh, our wrecked perhaps is
0: that there's, yeah. there's a penguin that's, yeah
1: that's the go least, for it this whole thing he's just penguin. he's got this big rambunctious voice he's screaming about it and uh snap goes up to him and he's like that's the problem with you pangy you only see the world in black and white and then just like throws a pie right in his face and is like you need some color in your life i thought it was kind of you know fun play on black and white as in you know right and wrong and as well as the penguin himself. Not, not
0: exactly wrecked, but a little bit there. Yeah, it's 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 something. It, it probably qualifies for hashtag wrecked, and it plays on this whole world of creativity and color of Chalk Zone, that Rudy has this boring school life, so he escapes to his chalk, and Snap gets it, and this penguin doesn't, so, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this little segment. It's short, yeah, um, but it's sweet.
1: Okay. We'll have, uh, the last and third segment of the show.
0: episode is called Secret Passages. It's from this same bundle, and we'll also talk about the song In the Zone, a classic of the Chalk Zone <laughs> canon.
1: Yeah, so in, in the segment, we have Rudy and Penny, and they're traveling through Chalk Zone in order to get back to the school at night in order to pick up their hamster or rat or something they need for an experiment. But the plan goes bad when they're almost discovered by their teacher. And we'll... We'll get into that a little bit. And the the teacher reminds me a little bit of
0: somebody else. Certainly, someone. <laughs> Certain some an, another paranoid adult in the Nicktoon universe. Yeah. So we have this so concept they... starts out right away, and Penny has sort of a Hermione-like moment where she, her moment of sneaking around and being up to no good involves her breaking into the school of all thing of all places.
1: Yes, and they need it for the science experiment. I don't remember how old they are. I think they're I 11. Like they're, I feel like they're too young to be using live animals in any kind of experiments they're doing to alas. Yeah. Alright, <laughs> cynical scientists. Skeptical
0: scientists. <laughs> <laughs> cynical, right?
1: Cynical, you're right, cynical. I am indeed.
0: Oh man, oh I haven't had a s I haven't had a dude same in ages.
1: Yeah, maybe that's because you're just not a very relatable person,
0: Casey. Ooh. Yikes. Well, that's now I'm going to find one. I'm going to find one in this episode. Um,
1: yeah, try it. Do you feel just like a snap and how cool he is? Probably not.
0: Oof, no. Maybe <laughs> I'm Penny. Maybe I'm a lame nerd. That's my dude same.
1: That's right. That's, that's accurate. That's. That well, was great. So great we get we, Great.
0: <laughs> Moving on, we get to see Night Chalk Zone, which is so metal. It's, it's like, spooky and dark, and there are, like, different creatures that inhabit it. Um, and it's clearly part of the same world. It's not really a time thing. It doesn't seem like time exists in Chalk Zone. It's like Night Chalk Zone takes up space within Chalk Zone. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we, we
1: totally... Definitely too, we see, like, the line, you know, we can see night and day, there's, like, a literal line split down it, where it's, like, you go here for nightlife, and you come back here when you want to live in the day, which is, a an interesting thought, I wonder if they sleep in Jackson, do you, I guess, like, do you even have needs, do you have to eat? Well,
0: I think that, isn't that when Snap, they ask Snap why he comes here, and he's, like, like, I think he says something about sleeping, and then he says, well, that and the swing in nightlife.
1: (laughs) That's probably right. And, uh, and there's this cow. There's this black cow that's
0: just kind of chilling around. It blends Who's in.
1: guess
0: is the big cow? <laughs> I don't
1: know.
0: Yeah. So, and, yeah, so basically they are, they're trying to use uh, Chalk Zone to get into the school. So they're trying to find, like, wormholes, apparently, that'll take them into their school's chalkboard. So they end up in Rudy's dad's meat shop. They end up in all kinds of places until they finally get in the school.
1: Yeah, I really quick want to talk about, uh, in the meat shop, he has this menu, and that's where they draw themselves in, right? That's how they get in, is on this menu board. Yeah, yep. And his dad's like, Rudy, what are you doing here? And um, he's like, oh, I, I don't remember, he yeah, has some reasoning. And he's like, oh, write this special on the board. And he goes and he writes it, and he realizes that like he's running out of room Right where the hole into chalk zone is, that he like had to draw to get himself in, and he decides to just write the price on the cow itself to cover up the spot. And I thought that was just really clever. How like you know, in a 2D world where this is a 2D cow, he could just stand in front of the chalkboard and it'll fill up that gap. And I just thought that that was fun.
0: You just gotta hope the cow doesn't move. But then when a customer, once Rudy goes back into chalk zone and covers up the hole. Uh, you see his dad tell a customer, oh, the rumparoni, it's great, it's so fresh, you can hear the cow moo. And then the cow moo. I thought that was an incredible joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, just, a, just a fun little snippet in there before they... They also, uh, they go to a football team and their coaches, you know, try to get them all riled up. And I also thought it was cute that after they go back all the x's and O's from the chalkboard that were like showing the play, they end up like coming to life and acting like football players when they get into chalk zone, so
0: that was great it's
1: that even like these these small little things come to life here in chalk Zone.
0: yeah, and then they finally do get whatever hamster or whatever animal that they needed where they finally get into the school and there's this teacher, and he's basically Crocker. And I'm trying to think of how the timeline lines up. Crocker must already be a character. Yeah, because Fairly Odd Parents* was like 2001. Um, So Crocker, basically this teacher is on to them. And knows that they're up to no good and have this... I don't think he quite understands how the chalk works. um, But no one believes him, just like Crocker with the fairies. So they get away scot-free while the police investigate this apparently crazy yep. teacher who's spot on.
1: Very, very similar in nature to, to Crocker's craziness. He's totally right. He's totally correct. Yep. He's not wrong. But who would believe him? And would you believe him? No, nope. of course and not. He's always so. a
0: step away from getting evidence.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much the end of it. They end up going back out through the police station. They've got children in there. Guy goes crazy. They go back home and That's
0: about it. Yeah. They move on to the song, which we'll talk about in this segment as well, In the Zone, consisting only of the lyrics, We're in the zone, conjugated to different people. (laughs) He's in the zone, she's in the zone, etc. That's a pretty,
1: like, repetitive thing. It's just like, We're in in the zone.
0: zone.
1: We're We're in the zone. zone.
0: We're We're in the zone. We're in the zone. and they've got like, Rudy's got like green hair and snaps on the drums and they're like, they're this band and it's so, it's cute. It's like a real music video. I remember liking them when I was a kid and looking forward to them. Yeah, it,
1: it's definitely a cute concept. I don't know that this is uh my favorite of <laughs> them. Lyrically, a little bit, a uh, little bit left to be desired. <laughs>
0: because uh... they're there. They're in that's where they are. They're in the zone, the chalk zone. <laughs>
1: He's in the zone.
0: She's in the zone. We're in the zone. But I guess, moving on to our overall thoughts about the show, it's not as good as I remember, unfortunately. I do like Chalkstone. I think it's a great concept. I want to go there. I think it sounds like the coolest place ever. I feel like Penny and Rudy just leave something to be desired. Snap is cool. He's got hints of blue from uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, like this sort of sassy... Protagonist created sidekick, you know, but Penny and Rudy just there's something missing there where I don't really feel like rooting for them. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it's not that I wish poorly for either of them, but yeah. they, they are just a little. You're not interested in them, you know. Right. You, you don't wish bad on them, like they're they're kind of like, you know, they're, they're forgettable. Right. There's not much going on there, and especially considering you know Rudy is supposed to be the the creativity and the brains behind all these creations you'd hope that he has a little bit more to it but right it is what it is
0: but well, i'm glad we looked at it and i certainly think we'll look at more throughout our podcast and we hope you guys enjoyed
1: awesome. it up next we'll have our nick trivia where hopefully i can take the lead back from casey
0: you've been trending downward so we'll see <laughs> It's time for Nick Trivia, we're super excited about this week, because we are tied for, I think, the first time since we introduced trivia. So the tension is really on. It's three to three.
1: That's correct, and I've got Casey's question coming right up here. So, within Jockzone, one of the main characters is Penny. Which other Nicktoon also has a character named Penny? A. All Grown Up. B. The Mighty Bee. C, Rocco's
0: Modern Life, or D, Wayside? Wayside, huh? And a great question. Uh, I immediately was like, Teenage Robot, duh! But that's Jenny, like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, I am going to just very quickly say Mighty B. I'm pretty sure the main character's name is Penny.
1: Final answer? Yes. You're correct. You're wrong. It's not the main character. It's the Mighty B. Her name starts with B. I forget what it is. I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, It's the best friend of her, though. Oh, okay.
0: There's also a best friend named Penny in Hairspray. Like, who Amanda Bynes played? (laughs) Bum, bum, bum! Uh,
1: yeah, the... Bessie. Bessie is the main character. Bessie, right. But you're still right. You still get the point. But just to clarify, um, I also... From... Fun fact here, I I got like really like I was going to use Doug, and there actually is a character within like a few episodes named Penny, and I was like, I'm not gonna not gonna risk it. I feel like I use might that have, I almost used it on accident. I feel I like, like I might have made sure Doug because of, Patty. of shows ever had a character named Penny. Nice. Anyway.
0: Well done. Alright, so now it's time for my question. Um, I'm
1: getting pretty
0: so it's four to three now. I will take the lead if you don't get this right. And this one is a much more fair question than last week. And it's topical to myself. <laughs> Snap has a New York accent. I'm a, As a recent New York transplant, I was excited about this question. Which borough specifically is his accent from?
1: Oh, God.
0: It, it's very... It is clear which one it is. Um, this Did is... If I a,
1: knew that borough. Exactly. It's
0: so, so it's... We'll see if you can pull it out, but, uh, the, your options are Queens, A, B, the Bronx, C, Brooklyn, or D, Staten Island.
1: Oh, God. You know, the thing is, is that I, I do know that these have distinct accents. I just can't tell you for the life of me, which is which. Like, I, I know you're not wrong. Like, there, there is a distinction between those four. Um, I'm just not quite as big of an accent, knower and lover as you probably are. Um, My gut tells me Staten Island, but that's totally just a guess.
0: Okay, that is, is that your final answer? Yeah, sure. Alright, that is incorrect. I actually don't know what a Staten Island accent would sound like. Um it
1: seems like a great one for some reason.
0: But it it, it is the Bronx. Um, slightly um, different, a little, I- a little more rounded than Brooklyn. Brooklyn's a little more aggressive and guttural. The Bronx is a little smoother. Um, good. <laughs> no. so that's yeah he has a Bronx yeah. accent so that puts me up 4-3 to three. wow how the tables have turned
1: <laughs> well maybe I just need to be a little more cruel in my questions that's all <laughs> no it's all good it's all good guys I mean this is only a lead by one I can come back from this no problem stay tuned next week where I will I will get the tie back at the very least Uh, Coming up next, we'll have our conclusion with our fun fact, Twitter poll, and preview for next week. Our fun fact for this week is based, again, on Penny. Um, Heidi Hinden-Walsh, who's the voice actress who plays Penny, is also the voices of both Starfire from Teen Titans and Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time, who we actually just mentioned in this episode.
0: What a wacky coincidence. (laughs) Our Twitter poll for the week is a little more open-ended than usual, and we are not going to give you poll options. You are going to tweet at us your answers. That's at FNN underscore podcast. And our open-ended question is, you have just enough magic chalk to draw one thing. What do you choose? It's a tough question. Well, I'm
1: gonna, uh, buy, I, we're, we're working with the assumption that you can bring this out of the chalk world.: you know?
0: Yeah, you can you have it in the chalk world. What would you what's your answer, Ashley, if you had to come up with one on the spot?
1: You know? you know it's difficult, because like you can't just draw money, right? It'd be chalk money, It right't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind, and I don't know why, but that be cool? I have like my own personal roller coaster. I don't
0: know. Oh, that's, I that's such a good idea. Oh, man. I, now I want mine to be that. It would be awesome. That'd be great. <laughs> I might draw a chalk pet who anyway. doesn't need food or water because yeah, I don't want to take care of a real pet. I you'd feel a
1: lot less guilty, I guess, too, if you. Forget about it for a minute or two. But Exactly, exactly. Yeah, definitely let us, let us know you guys. Get as crazy as you wanna get. <laughs> get as fun as you wanna get. And uh, you know just you know, embrace the, the feeling of chalk zone. It's it's open ended and it's exciting and I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. Remember Next week we're gonna be looking at video game episodes, and these are episodes where the characters find themselves somehow stuck within side
0: of a video game yeah it's a weird common theme that happens in tons of episodes in of these shows so uh yeah that's pretty much all we got for you guys today remember for this twitter poll this time we are giving you the chalk taking it right out of rudy's hands <laughs> use that chalk to tweet at us at fnn underscore podcast thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time